Hey everybody, it's Harvey. Uh, I just wanted to pop in before the episode. Um, I hope everybody had an awesome Thanksgiving, uh, spending time with family and friends. And uh, obviously we're very thankful for all of you guys uh, for being a part of this and uh, and helping us do this thing. So um, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And also just want to apologize a little bit for the scattered release schedule the last couple months. Um, in fact, the episode that you're about to hear was recorded back in October. So uh, if you hear any untimely references, that's why. Um, my guess is that we're probably going to continue to be a little inconsistent through the holidays. So uh, bear with us, uh, you know, during that time. But uh, New Year's resolution to get back into a uh, consistent schedule uh, of releases starting in 2019. So, um Without further ado. Welcome in to episode 74 of the Bluest Tape. I'm Harvey Couch alongside... And thanks for joining us as we take our weekly journey through the live catalog of Widespread Panic. Um, Jeff, how are things down south? They're going all right. Going yeah. all right. How about things in the south? <laughs> the slight, in the slightly more northern south. Yeah, no, we're, things are good. Um, uh, I assume you're drinking drinking the house pour tonight? Yeah, same, same, same thing. Well, 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 bourbon. No, no, no. We're one step above. We're we're drinking this uh, uh, the nicer one that I talked about a couple weeks ago that I can never remember the name. Oh, uh, like blade, blade and bow, or something. Blade and bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you? Um, I am. Uh, you know, I traditionally drink uh, IPAs. Um, but tonight I am mixing it up. I am drinking a uh. It's a local brewery, uh, local to Lexington, Kentucky, called Country Boy Brewing. In fact, you, I, you, I took you there when you were in town once. Nobody um, ever does. And uh, it is called Shotgun Wedding. Uh, I actually stole this. This is from my from my wife's stash. She likes the darker beers. It is a brown ale aged on uh, vanilla beans that have been soaked in bourbon. That is a, that is a fine, fine beverage. It is. It is quite tasty. After drinking a couple IPAs, though, it literally tastes like root beer, which is fine. That's what I'm looking for right now. Um, I do think it's funny. I appreciate everybody's, uh, you know, willingness to come along on our little journey when we talk about whatever we're drinking every night. You know, one of the first things I heard when, like, I listened to some podcasts about doing podcasts, and like, you know, one of the things was like, definitely don't drink while you're recording. You know. Not only will you not be sharp, but, you know, if you drink beer, you might, you know, have some, you know, belching issues, things like that. And so glad that we fight that off. Was that was that I, recorded and like, was that part of like a film strip about podcasts recorded in the 1970s? <laughs> Stern looking man with a flat top and shirt, white shirt with a top. Yeah, pretty much. But and my response was, I like beer. Yeah, I, like- I, I like beer. Do you like beer? <laughs> do you like beer i like beer 
by the time this podcast actually drops, he'll probably be a Supreme Court justice, and that and that will <sighs> ruin. Yeah, we'll be five. You know, we'll be five terrible news cycles away from that. So. Beyond that, yeah. But that was great. I mean, the have you seen the Matt Damon Saturday Night Live? Yeah, that was, that was pretty well done. I think it was very, it was very good. I squee squee. We watched it, and then I asked uh, my wife if she if she had seen the one of the my favorite all time Saturday Night Live sketches, the Anita Hill Clarence Thomas uh, hearings from from. I don't know if I remember that one. And it was Tim Meadows plays Clarence Thomas, and uh, Kevin Nealon does Joe Biden. Phil Hartman does Ted Kennedy, and basically it turns into this whole conversation about uh, how to pick up chicks. And- <laughs> what works and how to pick up chicks and what doesn't and it's 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 so amazing because phil hartman is just you know may he rest in peace is so good but he as ted kennedy basically have you ever tried to get them on your boat because sometimes that works too and then he said (laughs) and then they can't get away and then have you ever tried walking out of the bathroom nude because that works you know know, ted kennedy is seen as this great liberal icon right this lion of the senate and then they show that it's like oh that's right he was oh, yeah. that guy too um yeah. but there's dana carvey does this epic strom thurmond where yeah. oh yeah no i do remember uh, it's starting to come back it's so good. that's good yeah. so i mean there's obviously there are times when saturday night live is not i uh, had not been on point but there are times when they just start like they hit it so well mm-hmm. they're great and uh, the thing with the Kavanaugh hearing one was pretty spot on. So, yeah. Uh, well, let's get into uh, our episode. Yeah. We are in the part two of the uh, openers uh, segment. We have picks five through one to count down. Harvey will have three selections this episode. I will have two. Um, and I think, you know, on, I'm interested to know where some of my picks were on, were on your big board. Um and I think uh, tonight I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna stake a claim, and I, I you know and and I I do this not to give you necessarily all of the credit for picking it, but I will say that it might be in my top three favorite things we've ever played on this podcast. And whoa, 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 wow! Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about though, because it is superb. There is there is a moment that you know obviously if we did this where we listen to the music together i would stop and i would say this is where it starts mm-hmm. but when you listen to it you will hear it so mm-hmm. um well, let's let's uh get rolling you've got the first two selections for the night harvey yeah so uh just to do a little reset if you haven't if you didn't listen to the last episode we did six through ten for our favorite um traditional openers which uh of which i set some arbitrary um you know statistical yeah you know essentially narrowed it down to about 30 30 songs that 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 i felt were uh eligible for traditional opener slots for show openers and uh so the picks six through ten were uh i guess ten through six uh number ten was papa legba number nine uh, and it stoned me Number eight, let's get down to business. Number seven, A of D, and number six, Surprise Valley. So, um, we we'll move on to number five, and this is a song that holds a very special place in my heart, and so that's probably why it is where it is. And that is the second appearance from Van the Man, 
and that is uh, Send Your Mind. And um, again, not a super complex opener, um, but a good one nonetheless. And I think the version that I picked here was a show that I was at, and I think that maybe added to, because this is, a, I think, a great version of it. Um, high energy and obviously everybody's having a good time and um that probably adds to a special place in my heart for the song as an opener and um it also was a i would say most likely if not definitely the very first song that i ever heard widespread panic like the notes of a widespread panic song into my ears was uh you know that my sister came home with mom's kitchen and I stole it from her room and put it on in my bedroom and started listening to it. So this was the first thing I ever heard, which is, which is pretty good. Um, and probably also the first song that like, I feel like I have, uh, embedded in my oldest son that he can recognize. It's the highway song. Um, and uh, that he gets because I'll you know I'll turn on Mom's Kitchen sometimes to get him going because like in the morning because it's you know pretty good open with the send your mind and pigeons and walking so um so anyway so that's uh that's the first choice that's number five for me uh, you're gonna we're gonna hear a version from New Year's '95 at Macon Georgia and then um, number four is uh a little song called little Ken. And, um, that is, you know, I'm going to guess that this might be a slightly controversial choice. Uh, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear what your, what your opinion is on this. But, um, to me, it was a song that when you got it as an opener or like really early in the first couple slots, uh, meant that, that like it was, it was an indicator that, that it was going to be a big night, you know, kingdoms to come and all. And, um, there, you know, a few versions that, that, that stood out to me. Um, the one that, that I picked was from spring 96 surprise, uh, and Johnson city, Tennessee from freedom hall. And, um, another great version is, uh, December 30th, 1996, um, which has a run of really great sort of opener, you know, tonight's going to kick ass type songs. So, um, we can talk a little bit more about that after the segment, but, uh, the one thing I want to point out for you to like pay attention to in these two versions, the send your mind, like the, uh, I just love JB's like interjections at the end of send your mind when like they stop and then like, start you know like two or three times at the end and he just like throws out a bunch of like ooh, you know and like lords and stuff like that and then uh on the little kin this version from johnson city um i don't know what hauser does but like the noise that he gets on his guitar before he hits that first lick is I don't know if it's like a scratchy thing that he does with the pick along the strings or what but it is so awesome and such a great way to start a show. So that's also one of the reasons why this sticks out to me. So anyway, number five, send your mind new year's 1995 in Macon. And then number four, little Ken from Johnson city, Tennessee, March 28th, 1996. 
us a nice long night tonight, okay?
All right, you just heard number five and number four, my picks for uh, my favorites, traditional openers. And uh, that was Send Your Mind into Tallboy, or not really into, Send Your Mind, comma, Tallboy from Macon, Georgia, Macon Coliseum, December 31st, 1995. Uh, and then uh, a show that I think is really good, but gets overshadowed by the night before, um, in uh, Spartanburg on December 30th, which is great in its own right. But the new year's show I think is, is really good. And then, uh, number four, little Ken from March 28th, 1996, little Ken into Henry Parsons died, which is quite the one two to open a show, I think. So, so Jeff, what, what do you, what, uh, tell me, tell me what you think. I mean, neither of, I mean, send your mind might've made its way onto my big board. Little Ken would have been, would not have been on the big board. Um, mm. It's not, it's never been one of my favorite songs and this is going to sound funny, but my favorite part of little kin is the end of little kin. Yeah. I like the riff and I like start out builds and then sort of the feedback part. And then, so it's always interesting to see where it goes. Um, not one of yeah, my- I mean, I literally like. There's no, like, I'm not a huge Littlekin fan. Like that, the only spot that I like it is an opener. Like, I wouldn't really want it anywhere else in the show. But I think it is a just a great slot for it to start a show off. But yeah, no, like as a song it, itself, I'm not really, not really a, a huge yeah, fan. Uh, you have a lot of caveats with you, with, with your picks. Um, I think that you uh, send your mind. Send your mind is great. I mean, it's just it, it, there's. It's hard to hard to argue with that song. It's been part of the play. Been part of the scene since '91. Obviously, it's on Mom's Kitchen. Um, great song, but again, it's not. It 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 just it is what it is, right? It's a three and a half minute, four minute song, and but it is weird when it's not. I mean, it's it's built to be an opener in my mind. Um, and it's hard to imagine it being something else, you know, just in the middle, in the middle of the set, it just, it, it, it just, it, it, obviously it's been in the middle of the set a lot, but it doesn't really fit there. It fits at the start, kind of like glory. You know, we've had the whole thing about glory too. I mean, those, to me, those songs are close, should be close to the front, but you know, glory didn't make either of our lists. And I don't think it was even eligible for inclusion. Was it? Um, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was. It, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's only. It's open twenty five times, but that's twenty two percent of its all time plays, which is a pretty high number. Um, the uh, the very the highest all time like the highest percentage of openers is uh, let's get down to business, which is thirty nine percent of its all time plays is in the opener slot. Second um, is from the cradle. From the cradle, which is it's actually a pretty decent opener, but yeah, definitely. I, I like from the cradle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where was I? Do find it slotted in on your big board? Where did you have it? So it's it's funny. Like I probably you know if you were talking about a draft, I probably reached for those, especially like seeing what kind of songs that you ended up going with, but but I was so committed to wanting to make my picks on those that I, I just said, I've got to take them. So, yeah. So I had little Ken at four and said, your mind at five. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so that's where the value, there are value picks for you. Yeah. That was, yeah. And, but again, it was like one of those things where it was like, I didn't want to, I probably could have waited, you know, and they would have come back. They definitely would have come back around to oh, me yeah. at eight and nine, 
but I wanted to make sure that I got them. And um, so uh, as, as for the, the sort of statistics, um, little can 49 times as an opener, which is uh, 12% of its all time plays. And then uh, send your mind um, is 47 all time, 14.5%. Thank you. And, um, so I do find it interesting, especially like as I look at your picks, um, you know, and we'll get to three and two here for you, but, um, that your five are really just like great songs. And my five are like specifically openers, you know, in, and maybe not even songs that I would like to hear at any other point in the show, but as an opener. So I was, thought that was kind of interesting looking at it from, from like, you know, 30,000 feet. <laughs> well, I chose, well, my two picks, uh, picks three and two. Um, I chose for pick three, a, uh, a song that I love. It is a great opener. It's, I think it's, I would put it in the all time panic openers and it was a show that i was actually at and then for my second pick i actually picked a song that i just you know or i guess it would be my first pick sorry um it's just a song i love and i've waxed poetic about it before i try to put it in as many i play it as many times as i can um but to me it's it's when you talk about tone setting songs you talk about let's get down to business in the last episode um to me holden oversoul is it's a tone setter in a lot of ways. It fits. That is a song that I think does fit in, in a lot of different parts of the set. But I think when it's placed at the beginning of a set or as an opener, but it's also placed sort of around drums um, in the meat of a second set, it is sort of like this, this, this show means business, so to speak. Um, So my two picks will play. So my third pick was please. And I chose a version from spring tour of 99 um, and three songs that actually three panic classics back to back to back um, that opened this show, please love tractor and pigeons and pigeons is the third most frequent opener. And we did not pick it for this uh, show. <clears throat> um, spoiler alert. We did not pick it, but um, this is a great, a great segment uh, to, to start a show. Obviously the, the jam between please and love chapter is really good. So I hope everybody enjoys that. Um, and then chose hold an oversoul from August 6th, 2000 in Winston Salem, North Carolina, which we have played a portion of that show before a great show from summer 2000, right at the end of the tour. Uh, the last show before they took a week off before they went or a few days off before they went over to Oak mountain. Um, I do think this is probably one of the best, if not the best show from from summer two or 2000. Um, wow. Holy moly. It's really? Good. It's good. Huh. The whole show is good. And when you yeah. hear, I mean, okay. Top three. Didn't they play Casa though? I mean, wow. You're going to disqualify it. <laughs> is that, is that something I need to, is that another rule for the pod that I need to be worried about? <laughs> oh no. I mean, I guess. Disqualification inclusion of Casa del Grino. It's as, as a second set opener, maybe, maybe, but, might be. A, just, but they make up for it with that just kick-ass version of Quarter Tank with, with yeah, the, and a top and a top-notch encore. Top-notch, top-notch. 
I, I, again, I, I don't know who the name, the names of some of the people that, that, uh, follow us on the various socials, but I did see somebody tweeted with, with the flip the bird encore, uh, when you posted it on Twitter, um, somebody posted, they shared it a lot of nobody's lost tall boy encores. And then I was, mm-hmm. that, that's the, encore. yeah, well, I've thought about a lot about the flip the bird encore since we did that episode. And, uh, I, it is clearly a thing. I've decided I'm going to try to give the band the benefit of the doubt because I'm going to get to put it in context for what happened before the flip the bird encore. But, but I think they could have just went with tall boy. They didn't need to do the nobody's lost tall boy. They didn't need to need to do the slow fast, but anyway, get to the picks. April 16, 1999 from Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, we'll go with please and what comes after. And then August 6th, 2000 from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, the Dixie fairgrounds, the Joe Miyoki jam. Um, and we'll get started with holding oversoul. Thank you. 
right, my final two picks of the opener snake draft are uh, April 16th, 1999 from the MSU Amphitheater on the campus of Mississippi State University in Starkville, Mississippi, please, and the Love Tractor into Pigeons. And then my top pick, August 6, 2000, from the Dixie Fairgrounds in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Holden Oversoul into Barstools and Dreamers. And during the break, uh, senior staff in, uh, in, in the house here came to me and suggested that maybe I walk back my comments that August 6, 2000 is the best show of the summer. I got a. Little- I think that's. I think that's a wise choice, Jeff. I think that was a good call. I will put. I will say. How about this? You got to put the Twitter down every once in a while. Just back off. Um, I will take out the Warfield. I will take out six twenty nine. I will take out seven twenty eight, and I think and Oak Mountain, and I will say if you take out all and Red, and Red Rocks too. You take so other than those twelve shows. <laughs> It's really good, though. It's a great show. It's a great opener. Uh, the Holden Barstools, I mean, they go really well together. It's a, it's it's great because it'll feel like a blackout, even though you and I both have sort of similar feelings about blackout. Um, it's got a really good uh, uh, first set diner, diner into Sleepy Monkey in the first set. Yeah, yeah, no Who Do You Belong To with Danny and Eric are great. Um, and then... Blackman shows up for post drums for a driving song, breathing salient life grand. And then it does have a dual flip the bird encore with nobody's lost tall boy, but I had to work. I wanted to pick Holden. Um, to me, it was between this and it was uh, this and ten twenty eight ninety five from Millsaps. Uh, the great show taped by Billy Wynn and heated by friend to all Trey Woodruff. Um, one of my favorite shows really ever. So, and I just partially because it was one of, it was probably probably in the first 10 panic shows I ever got on cassette. And so I have fond feelings for that. And I was planned on playing it. And then I listened to the version and it didn't really do a lot for me. So, um, but that show will show up at some point, but I wanted to play this. <clears throat> the please from Mississippi state is, is really good. This opening segment's really, really good. I think you sort of get the idea that the crowd is especially rowdy that night. Um, and this is the show where somebody chucked an empty bottle of bourbon at, at, at schools and sort of, he dodged it thankfully, but it has the infamous lines. If you're going to throw, if you're going to throw an, if you're going to throw a bottle at me, at least put, have make sure that there's something in it or something to that effect. Um, it was a rowdy, rowdy crowd that night in the amphitheater. Um, Fun show overall, though. Great opener. Uh, driving, let it roll out, let it rock. Driving in the first set. Love the wondering rebirth, rebirth and new sugar at the start of the second, and then chili black hole drums contentment chili to close it out. Uh, just good show from start to finish, and then of course the next night Huntsville's awesome. But okay, okay I got a lot to unpack here. here. Um, First things, just to put the Winston-Salem show to bed, I would say probably the best outdoor Sunday show (laughs) not in Morrison, Colorado, or Pelham, Alabama in summer 2000. Great. I think we'll go with that. That work? Okay. Um, The the Starkville show is is awesome. You weren't. Were you there? Yeah. I went to Starkville. Okay. That was like the first big trip we did to like not an event. Like the first big road trip that we took 
it was like a run in a, yeah no, a runner for an event um so was it just like i mean because clearly like jb comes out and he's, <laughs> he says settle down what do you think this is a rock and roll show mississippi yeah, I mean, it was, so like clearly people are. I mean, this is like before they even start playing. Like, you know, everybody's the amphitheater is right in the middle of the campus, and it's surrounded by the fraternities and the sororities, and so it's it's yeah. it's it, it just it, it it was everything just sort of poured out into the yeah. It just it got crazy, and we kind of the tapers were sort of back by the board, and you know we had traveled with Jamie, and Jamie was was running that night as AKG set up and we kind of sat behind them just kind of to stay out of the fray <laughs> for, for safety's sake. Because again, it was just, was, it was really crazy. Um, but fun show for sure. Yeah. I love the jam out of please and the love tractor and then yeah, really big pigeons. And that, that's another example of the, the sort of opener into closer, you know, segment and, um, that that works really well to kind of start a show off. And then, why why do you think neither of us chose pigeons, Harvey? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would maybe, I would maybe put pigeons. And this is also where I had Holden a little bit lower on my board than number two. You're not as big is, a guy as I. No, I love Holden. No, no, no. I don't get me wrong. Like I will listen to Holden anytime, but. I guess I just think of it as more, I don't think, you know, like I feel like it has more value elsewhere in the set list. Maybe that's how I would place it. You know, like I like it um, probably again, more as a second set opener or a, you know, a mid first set, uh, you know, sort of jam vehicle as opposed to starting the show. I but I mean, that, that, that's honestly like that's nitpicky. You know what I mean? I think it's a perfectly good opener. It's not like a surprise thing, but didn't choose um, it for, I didn't choose nine, nine 95 because of, I had please on my list. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it. I didn't choose four twenty ninety seven because I think we're going to do something from four twenty ninety seven later in the not yeah. future. Um, nine twenty three ninety seven. It's hard to include Radio Child in anything. And that's what comes after it there. Sorry, everybody. And I think we are we had done eleven thirteen ninety seven when we did the Lawrence, Kansas stuff. So otherwise if we hadn't done that, I would have chosen that version, which is the hold and do what you like, you got yours, which is a pretty kick ass way to start a show. Um so I will say though that that your number three, please, is my number two. I mean, I think it is if it wasn't for the number one, it is my um my perfect opener. And again, it sort of falls into the, you know, I don't always want to hear please, but as an opener, I just think it works. Um, just a great way to sort of ease in and, and get you going to start a show off. So, um, so yeah, good choice. Well, Harvey, take us home with the number one selection, the, the, uh, the Peyton Manning, Alex Smith, Jay Burwanger, uh, Terry Baker of the group, Harvey. I mean, can it be anything else than uh, than everybody's favorite instrumental disco? Right? No. Would I, you, if you could, if, it, if you would have had the first pick, would you have taken Holden or would you have taken disco? No, I would have taken disco. Yeah. Um, it is. I mean, I think I've said on the podcast before that I would see this show, song open every single show and be totally fine with it. 
<laughs> no complaints. And um, so I just think it's the perfect, uh, perfect start to a, to a show. And um, so the the version that I picked is starts off a whole run. It starts off the uh, the New Year's '97 run, and um, I remember. I mean, I can. It's definitely one of those, um, I mean, gosh, that was what, 21 years ago. Uh, it is a miracle that I have that many memories from those shows, but, um, I definitely can put myself back in that place and I can remember, you know, being very happy about a disco starting the, the run. Um, and then the fact that they drop into, um, what they drop into out of it. I mean, you can hear the crowd's reaction too <laughs> once they realize what's playing. Um, and then, I mean, I think as far, I mean, I think it's one of the best versions of the song probably ever. Is, do, do, am I going to have to walk this back after the song? I don't know that I am. The, the, the um, second song that you're, uh, the yeah. just go, no, I agree with you. Um, I mean, there's, well, let's just play it and then we'll talk. Yeah, about let's it. play it. But, um, but I also think it is a it's a fantastic version of disco too. It's a great start. I mean, I listen to and this is one of my favorite part favorite parts of doing this podcast is these things where it's like okay, well, you know, what's the best thing from the show or what's the best version of the song? I mean, I I listen to like ten versions of disco in three days, and I was just like totally happy. I was like, oh, this this one's good, but I didn't quite like how they did this little jam. So let's try that, and then. Oh, this one's good, but I didn't like this. And then, but this was the one, and um, it's a great version of disco. And then it's a great version of the uh, of the song to follow. So, um, December twenty ninth, nineteen ninety seven, uh, from the Fox Theater, the fabulous Fox, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia.
Well, there you have it. The number one, at least according to us, all-time traditional opener for Widespread Panic, the instrumental disco in this version from December 29th, 1997 into a massive Papa's Home. Um, I don't want to take away from disco, but I feel like we're going to go down the wormhole with this Papa's Home a little bit. <laughs> it is a... You, I, I, we have a Google document that we put our show ideas in and we both put in comments. And I, my comment I put in was JFC period. This is amazing. And you, and you wrote back something like, this is the value of not, of not splitting Papa's with drums. And like, yes, you're totally correct. Like what I mean, after hearing that it's a sort of the segment that you could, that you could take replace with drums is this some of the best Hauser? Yeah, it's just going off for like two minutes. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good! And it the best part about it is again one of the reasons why this is my band as opposed to other bands is this runs runs what about nine and a half minutes or something like that. Um, it is succinct, succinct, intense, in your face, creative, improvisational. And at the end of it, it just leaves you wanting more. Like it doesn't need to stretch out to twenty-seven minutes. It does, you know, it doesn't need to be split six six times for people to talk about it. It just is the start of a show. Disco Papas at the beginning of an epic three-night run in New Orleans or in Atlanta for New Year's. It's like okay, well, I guess that's what we're doing. And right. So it's just it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Um. Like I said before, I I love the crowd reaction when when people realize that they were dropping into Papa's out of disco. It's just uh, so good. So, um, so yeah. So so there you have it. Although, and and as we talked during the break about um, other Papa's homes, the other one stuck out to me was the Mud Island, nineteen ninety seven. Um, which was in the second set of the first night, I think about the third or fourth song of the second set, um, which is a really long one. It was like the fifth longest. It was 15 and a half minutes unsplit papas. Um, but as we sort of went down that, the, uh, the August 6th, 1995 from Toledo, uh, the Toledo quarry, um, a 17 minute, uh, or more like 16 minute, Papa's Home, one song encore, definitely does not qualify as a flip the bird encore. <laughs> when you drop a sixteen-minute Papa's, and the rest of the show is just en, en fuego, as Dan Patrick might say. <laughs> so we might need to we might need to explore that. I mean, that late ninety-five summer, I feel like is is really good. Yeah, those the, the Chicago shows, and then um, we, did, we did Ranch Bowl. Yeah, the Ranch Bowl and the the, the Peoria and Peoria. the Davenport, yeah. And two in Chicago, and then um, Toledo. sort of left it all out on the you know the last show of the tour there in Toledo. So <laughs> good stuff. Um, so uh, so yeah. So just to to do a little recap of our top ten traditional openers. Um, number one, Disco. Number two, Holden. Number three. Please, number four, Little Kin, number five, Send Your Mind, six, Surprise Valley, seven, A of D, eight, Let's Get Down to Business, nine, Stone Me, and ten, Papa Legba. Um, 
anything that like almost made the cut for you that you're sort of waffling that you would have maybe put in there that uh, didn't get included? I mean, I th- traveling light was on the cusp for me, which I know bores you to tears. Um, that was probably the only one. Well, let's get the show on the road. I think was proud, which is one of my favorite covers that panic does. But I think, uh, knowing that we've got, I felt like that was a little, that was cheap. That was a little unfair, right? I mean, it's just, yeah, it is. I mean, that's why, I mean, if, if I'm going to pick it, I'm probably, I know I'm going to pick it probably for the encore episode. Right. Yeah. Um, um, that was really it. I mean, I looked at it and it's sort of like a lot of the other ones were just openers that I just don't like, you know, one arm, Steve, meh. um, thought about, thought about LA, thought about going out West. Um, but I think the only one I really seriously considered was traveling light. So, um, what about you? Some of the more, the only one I did a list of 10 songs. Um, and so the only one that didn't get picked, um, because I, I didn't have surprise Valley on my list. So, uh, was she called the Katie? Ah, you didn't have pigeons in your top 10. Wow. No. And I mean, again, you can just, you know, you look at my picks and they're all pretty much, you know, four to five minutes standard i mean i would say probably the only song i guess holden holden and legba both stretch out a little bit but the only other song on my my list that is more than you know four minutes is please um so looking at other sort of common openers that we didn't pick uh pigeons space wrangler uh aved or you had AFD takeout uh traveling light um Heroes, Way to the World, Wondering, From the Cradle, Old Neighborhood, Glory, Hopeless World, One Arm Steve, Happy, Action Man, LA, Going Out West. So those are the other eligibles. Also Rands. There's some good stuff in there. I was I was tempted to put a few more instrumentals, but uh I think that, you know, the two we had in there are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good um you know, I mean I I think Takeout's a great opener. Um but uh you know i don't know about the value there so <laughs> so yeah this is fun it's a good idea it is i, I like nice self-congratulatory remark harvey that was very good um so so we're, we're gonna follow up you know in the future with some uh we'll do the same thing for closers second set closers and then also uh encore appearances so look for those in the coming weeks i think we're gonna yeah and we're gonna do our best to have the opposite of flip the bird on course with our picks here. So before you know it, 2019 and we'll be almost two years into this thing. So. Man, that's crazy. Um, if, if you guys, you know, I definitely look forward to hearing other people's opinions. These are just ours clearly. So, but you know, if you agree or don't, don't agree, um, would love to hear, uh, what other people think if they have, uh, you know, evidence based, <laughs> <laughs> suggestions so no i mean you know like here listen to this version of pigeons or whatever you know that's the the ultimate opener uh, i'm happy to hear that so um all right well uh check us out bluestape.com uh facebook twitter uh email us love to get feedback and um ideas for shows or you know just tell us you know what's going on with you we appreciate it and um yeah 
So, Jeff, thanks for the time. We'll uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. See y'all later. Thank you. This podcast is in the loop. The Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.